Hey, it's Chica, and I'm so happy that you chose to spend some time with me today. No matter where you are or where you're going, thanks for letting me share a little bit of weirdness with you. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, my name's Chica, and have you ever wondered why we're low-key obsessed with pumpkin spice, even though... Even though I'm not the first one out there that's like, oh my gosh, I gotta get in line. Personally, I was waiting for PJ's pumpkin spice line to come out. No, I'm a sucker for PJ's on airline. So I I have yet to go get my pumpkin spice kick, but I've been excited about it. Like, and I don't know why, I'm just excited about it. Dude, this psychologist explained the science behind our collective just obsession with pumpkin spice. So, all the marketing over the past two decades has basically linked the concepts of fall and pumpkin spice within the temporal lobes of our brain. So, now we got this huge nostalgic effect going on every time we hear pumpkin spice, every time we see pumpkin spice, every time we taste it, we get that instant like, ah, you know, this is nice. This is real nice. Little do you know, it's just you being nostalgic. How freaking insane is that? Listen, I I love, I have a girlfriend that doesn't get excited about much. I I love her to pieces. Um, I actually became good buddies with her husband and then met her later on down the road. And he told me, he said, listen, Ashley has one obsession and it's weird. said if pumpkin spice is anywhere on a menu she has to order it she has to try it doesn't matter if she doesn't want a loaf of bread doesn't matter if she already had lunch if it's a pumpkin spice loaf she has to have it she has to try it and now i'm understanding why of course this is shout out to all those supportive spouses supported significant others right that are out there going all right you do your thing little did we know little did i know that You and I get this weird, nostalgic, feel-good feeling out of it. So let us keep enjoying it. If it's tricking our brains into being happy, I mean, why not? Shreveport Bo- 45 Shreveport Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica. And you've probably heard a lot of do's and don'ts about first dates, right? Like, do make sure they're not a serial killer. Or don't order spaghetti and meatballs. We've all heard those, right? A woman on TikTok is sharing her 16-point list of rules. It's mostly geared towards women, but honestly, I think it could work for anybody. (laughs) And I'm looking at this going, what in the actual heck? I feel like I wrote this because it's just the stupidest stuff you could possibly put together. Would I follow this myself? I don't know. She said, pick a Thursday. It's the perfect closeness to the weekend so you can make plans for a second date before Monday. And then you know how you feel. She said, drink point, 1.5 glasses of something to pregame. If you drink, maybe it's red wine. If not, have one and a half glasses of Diet Coke. Get yourself pumped up. Eh. I don't I don't think you got a pregame before a date. I don't believe in that. Nah, let's pregame together, baby. She said, don't become a pen pal before the date. You want to get to know them in person, not over text. This is a discussion I was having with um, some guys here at the office. They thought it was weird that a guy called me and we were getting to know each other over the phone and texting. They said, dude, hang out in person. Figure out if you like them or not. I'm like, I'm trying to figure it out over the phone. Apparently, that's a don't. 
Beverages are important. If you drink, cool. Order something at the bar. If not, go out for coffee. Holding a drink and sipping on it makes you more comfortable. I guess. Um, don't add the person as a contact in your phone until the third date. I don't know what the rule is on that. I don't know why. Okay, I don't know. Are you are you are you jinxing it? If someone pays for the date, thank them in person, but afterward, don't text them first unless they ask you to text you when you make it home. Make tentative plans with your friends for after so that you have somewhere to go if you don't want to stick around. Huh. I've heard that. I've heard of that trick. Tell one comedic trauma story. Actually, no, don't do that. Never scores me. <laughs> never scores me a second date. But seriously, though, I'm looking at this and I'm thinking, what is your tried and true hack for surviving a first date? Is it yes, pregame? Is it, hey, never become a pen pal. That way you meet them in person and you figure it out. I, I want to know. Let me know now inside your free K945 app or you could always call in 320-9436. What are your rules? Traveling this weekend. 94.5 Shreveport, Bozier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica. And when it comes to relationships, I'm going to hear everybody out. I love my therapist. And sometimes she tells me things that I'm like, you don't have to be so rude. And she goes, no, I just stated a fact. So I, I feel like relationships, conventional wisdom may not always be the wisest. Is that is that fair? There are certain relationship rules or sayings that we've heard time and time again that we just take them as face value because we've heard them so many times. It must be true. But now relationship therapists and, and couples therapists are coming out to say, yo, 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 these things that you've heard for so long, like quit, quit thinking that they're legit. Don't go to bed angry. Ooh, I heard that one growing up a lot. While many couples do swear by it. This rule simply doesn't work for everybody. In fact, forcing yourself to stay up and keep hashing things out, even though you're worked up and it feels like your head is spinning, can make an issue more difficult to resolve. It's okay if you or somebody needs space to cool off after an argument with your partner. And they said, sometimes that means going to bed angry. Okay, I'll, I hear that. Um, rule number two, you need to have, you need to fold the laundry. Mm-hmm. A certain time, like, you know, we're going to fold the laundry twice a week. Um, folding the laundry should be a way to connect with your partner, not something you feel pressure to do. And they said, you know, if, if you're like, oh, we got a quota. They said your relationship's going to be doomed. And they said, you got to remember that your urge, your drive to fold laundry is going to fluctuate dramatically. Um, and they said that when you basically are like, hey, these are times we're going to fold laundry. These are the days. They said that it doesn't allow you to have open dialogue around folding the laundry and what folding the laundry means for you as a couple. Interesting. Okay, this one is one that I know you've probably called me out on. We probably called each other out on this one. Don't date somebody with baggage. Well, newsflash. Obviously, everybody has some emotional baggage. Um, but they basically said if you're if you're looking at somebody and you go, hey, they got too much pain or trauma in their past and how they dealt with those hardships is is not the way I would. So I really don't want to go with it. Um, they said, hey, listen, couples counseling is a great benefit here. 
So if you did date somebody with baggage and maybe they got some of their own trauma, couples counseling is super, super important for both of you to learn how to work through it together. When I say baggage, I just... Somebody with kids for me. Yeah. But then somebody said, whoa, whoa, whoa. If he's your age and he hasn't been married or engaged before and doesn't have kids, does he have problems? And I'm like, oh my gosh, wait, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, love this one. Household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. So domestic labor, what's fair is not necessarily equal and what's equal is not necessarily fair. This is coming from Ed Rodsky. Uh, the author of Fair Play, um, they said it's it's not whether both partner takes on the same number of tasks that determines their marital satisfaction. It's whether each person fully owns the items they agree to tackle. This author said owning includes not just doing, but also the emotional labor that each task requires. The forethought, the planning, the remembering when, the how, how to get the job done without excessive oversight or input from another partner. We've talked about that, right? Where sometimes you feel like your partner isn't pulling their their weight when it comes to household chores and you start to resent them. Mm. Hey, we got a lot more of the relationship rules you can totally ignore. The things that you and I have heard for so long, we just took it as face value. I'll share those with you next. Keep up with... Four, five, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. My name's Chica. Talking about the nine relationship rules that you could totally ignore. This is all according to couples therapists. They said, we've heard all these things and we've just taken it as face value because we've heard it so many times. They said, these are the rules you can ignore. Rule number one, don't go to bed angry. Rule number two, you need to have, you need to fold the laundry X amount times per week. Rule number three, don't date somebody with baggage. Rule number four, household responsibilities need to be split 50-50. Which brings us to rule number five. We've gone over the first four. The relationship is over if someone cheats. Woo! Right? We've all heard, like, if if somebody cheats, it's impossible to repair a relationship after infidelity. Others split up because they're worried about judgment from friends and family. I know that if I got cheated on, that'd probably be my number one thing. Like, talk so much smack. Definitely don't want... I mean, there's so much embarrassment with that, right? Um, A lot of therapists said, hey, listen, in many cases, when both partners are committed to working through it together, couples can heal and become even stronger after an infidelity. Don't be cheating on me, though, to become stronger. Let me just throw that out there. Rule number six, if you love somebody, you always put their needs for, uh, first. Um... Apparently, too many relationships fall apart because one partner neglects their own needs, so they prioritize their partners instead. You end up resenting them. Oof. Mm-mm. Rule number seven, pick your battles. Oh, my gosh. Yes, I live by this, though. I'm always like, mm, that's not a hill for me to die on. Um, so a lot of this therapist's clients said that they worry voicing their needs will make them seem confrontational, aggressive, or nagging. They'd rather ignore what's bothering them than risk rocking the boat. And this therapist said, quote, my recommendation is to begin by changing the language you use to describe difficult or tense discussions. Framing these conversations as battles can result in showing up with a defensive or critical demeanor. Similar to two boxers going ahead, head. Don't forget that you and your partner are on the same team. Interesting. 
Okay. Rule number eight, you have to be into the same things. Uh Uh-uh. I get it. You got a shared passion for the same football team, maybe. Um, Maybe you both love riding bicycles. Uh, Maybe you both love hot yoga. Point is, having different interests doesn't mean the relationship is destined to fail. Uh, These differences can be beneficial. They might give you a window into another perspective or way of life. Plus, maintaining your own interests and hobbies adds some healthy independence to the relationship. I agree with that. The last rule, rule number nine, if your partner really loves you, they should be able to anticipate your needs. No, I'm learning this. I'm learning this too. I don't know if you have. Some people expect their partner to know them so well that they should be able to predict what they want or need in a given situation. When their partner falls short, they take it as a sign of incompatibility or disconnection. Whether or not they can magically read your mind is not a reflection of how much they love you. This is what the therapist said. And I, I had this conversation recently. with I'm not in a relationship with him. Um, my, my neighbor and I just have all these real life conversations. And he said, you know, he said, <laughs> life gets so much easier when you tell somebody what you want and what you expect out of them. And that's so true. How many relationships have I just let fall the wayside? Because I'm like, you know what? He didn't know what I was feeling and he should have known. No, Chica. Gosh, you sound like an idiot. Of course, if I would have known this, you know, five years ago, right? I I wish I would have. But anyways, the nine relationship rules you could totally ignore, according to therapists, up inside your free K94.5 app. Tap our app. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning, it's Chica. Don't forget, group therapy could not be possible without you because you're the expert. Well, we all get a medal in each other's business and nobody can tell us anything because we're helping each other out. It's that easy. 320-9436 or you could always message in using the K94.5 app. That's a super easy way for us to communicate. Uh, But without further ado... Let's get group therapy kicked off. It is time for group therapy. Hmm. Uh, How does that make you feel? (laughs) Okay, so we're going to call you Todd. And let's call your friend Craig for the sake of this. Uh, Todd, break it down for us. What's going on with your friendship? Apparently your girlfriend's getting annoyed. What's going on, man? All right, so this is what's going on, guys. Uh... Me and my boy, we've been friends forever. That means since as kids, you know. And right. um, he's always wants to get hooked up with a lot of friends of my girlfriend. I mean, see, my girlfriend's a nurse, and that's a lot of nurses that are single. Uh, mm-hmm. There's some married too, but anyway, he's always um, there's a lot of pretty girls there, and he's always like, "Oh man, uh, you know these girls, you know they they got all these crazy shifts, so you know they hardly need guys." Please hook me up, hook me up, hook me up. But this is constantly nonstop, hook me up, hook me up, hook me up, you know, with my, me and my girlfriend, right? Um, what's going on is that he's dated some girls. Actually, he was one, and then it turned out too well, and, you know, kind of annoyed my girl. She was like, look, you know, why, why did we even bother, you know, fix it, fix your hand up with anybody or whatever the case was? I was like, all right, whatever, you know, he's single, you know, let him have fun, whatever. Um, but it's constantly nonstop all the time. Like, oh, guys, you know, you have any single friends? Yeah, I'm going to come over. You know, I want to meet somebody. Uh, I want to get hooked up. And I was like, damn, this guy has, like, the biggest testosterone of all time. Now, the problem is this. I'm like, does he know how to even talk to girls on his own? Because he gets a little awkward, like, you know, when he talks to them. Like, I don't know. Like, 
I don't know. I've been out of the game for the longest time myself. You know, I've been with my girl for like about five, six years now. And, um, you know, I, I don't even know how it is out there. Now, this is the whole thing. I'm like, I'm wondering, maybe she like, I do like a, a Tinder account for him or a Bumble or something like that. But, but what happens? Girl- <laughs> what happens if your girlfriend sees that? Gets on your phone. I mean, that'd be kind of weird, right? Like, hey, I got a yeah. uh, Tinder for for Craig. That that, that that's what I did. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. That's the thing. So I I don't know how. To, <laughs> I really don't know what to do. That's so I'm you know I'm reaching out to you guys. What kind of advice can you guys give me? Because my girl sees me doing a Tinder account. She'd be like, oh, that's you doing one for yourself, and you're using Craig as the excuse. True. And I don't want to have any problems with my girl. You know what I mean? So Craig has no game. Let's just be honest. Yeah, he's pretty lame. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so how do you do it when when your friends always constantly getting hooked up? You guys already, from what I understand, you already hooked him up with mm-hmm. a girl before, and that yeah. ended up in a catastrophe. Or what was that? Yeah, it wasn't. It was. It was very weird and awkward. And now, like you know, like now she doesn't go wherever he will go. You know, like let's say, you know, it was always like getting together with my girl. Now it's like, oh, is he going? Oh, I'm not going to go. You know, it's one of those now. That's just strange. Okay, so we need help. How do we how do we hook Craig up without having to hook him up? Um, how do we get Craig to quit asking to get hooked up so much? Hang tight. Okay. Got some advice? Message with the free K945 app or call 320-9436. Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel, K945. Good morning, K945, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel, Waking Up With You. My name's Chica, and it is time for you to meddle in somebody else's business. That's what I love about group therapy. 320-9436, or you could always message in inside the K945 app. I know Ashley and Magnolia always messages in there. Uh, Big Dog always has good advice to throw in there as well. So if you want to message in, on the K945 app, that's a way to do it. Uh, let's 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 go ahead and go to the phone lines and get group therapy going. It is time for group therapy. Hmm. Uh, how does that make you feel? <laughs> so obviously it, it's not a it's not every day you have to basically tell one of your best friends, hey, listen. I can't keep trying to hook you up. You got to quit asking me to hook you up all the time. That's what Todd's dealing with. One of his best friends, he said, you know, his ride or die from day one constantly asks him to hook him up. It's to a point where Todd's girlfriend's like, if he asks us one more time, I'm literally going to embarrass him in front of everybody. He's like, no, 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 don't do that to my boy. So Todd wants to know how to handle this without being mean to Craig. Like, how how do you deal with this situation? K-94-5, who's this and where are you calling from? Hey, this is Riley from Bozier. Man, what what's your advice for Todd in this whole situation? Okay, well, it's easy. He needs to start using more dating apps and relying less on friends. So are you saying basically the opposite of what I preach, right? Okay, so you're saying just get on Tinder, get on Bumble, quit asking your buddies. Yeah, exactly. You, you know, you, you don't have to rely on friends anymore. Maybe you did in the past, but now, you know, you can be self-sufficient. You don't even need to go to a bar or anything. You just go on the app, you know. And have you had success somebody. with it or no? I mean, nothing long-term, that's for sure. But, I mean, at least you can meet people and you never have a chance. <laughs> you know, you still have a chance. I mean, he's got to try. He can't just keep 
making it his friend's problems and his friend's girlfriend's problems, which is even more ridiculous. So as a friend, you're going to turn around. If if you were Todd, you'd say, hey, listen, I'm going to need you to get Bumble, Tinder, whatever, and just just quit asking me. Yeah, I'd get all of them and stop asking me. <laughs> Good morning, big sister Val. Break it down for us. What What advice do you have today? Todd, are you this guy's pimp? Are you his dad? Are you his mommy? Do you, I mean, do you want to feel obligated for the rest of your life hooking your friend up? I've already heard that you hook them up and it doesn't work, hook them up and it doesn't work. In a minute, that's going to reflect on you. In a minute, your friends are going to start start ghosting you because of your, you know, lazy, creepy friend who can't do anything for himself. I would just, no, don't do that anymore. That's a grown-ass man. Let him be, if you want to be a grown man, let him do grown things and let him go and get his own girlfriend. You don't owe him, you don't owe him nothing. (laughs) But friendship, but friendship between you two, that's all you do that is, not your (laughs) child. She said it, she said it, you don't owe him nothing but friendship. Got some advice? Message with the free K945 app or call 320-9436. Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel, K945. No subscription. K94.5, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. I'm Chica and trying to help out our buddy Todd. That's what we're calling him. Todd said his girlfriend has had it with his best friend. So here's the deal. His best friend is always asking to get hooked up. Anytime there's a cute girl that comes around, he's like, yo, hook me up. And he said, listen, we once hooked him up with this girl and it was just a catastrophe. He said, so ever since that moment, my girlfriend has said, we don't hook him up anymore. We don't play that game anymore. You know, too bad. So sad. Well, he said it's gotten to a point where they can't do anything. They can't go anywhere without his best friend bringing up, dude, you got to hook me up. To a point where his girlfriend said, if he asks one more time, I will publicly embarrass him and let him know we know everything on how horrible of a dater he is and how my girlfriends are all like, dude, don't ever hook me up with a weirdo like that again. So anyway, Todd's trying to figure out how does he get his best friend to quit asking to get hooked up because it's going to be very awkward when Todd's girlfriend finally says something. He's like, I want to be nice. It's one of my best friends of all time. I don't want to be mean, but I also don't know how to go about the situation. 320-9436. Let's help Todd out. It's group therapy. Five Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. A lot of advice coming in for our buddy Todd inside the K945 app. Also, a lot of folks still calling in, but we got to wrap up group therapy. All right, here we go. It is time for group therapy. Hmm. Uh, How does that make you feel? Okay, so obviously Todd dealing with the frustration that his best friend Craig always keeps asking to get hooked up. His girlfriend's annoyed of it. Todd's girlfriend said, "Uh uh-uh, I'm done with it. We ain't doing this anymore. Like, seriously, if he keeps asking, I'm going to embarrass him publicly. We already hooked him up with somebody. We're not doing this again. Uh, Looking at all your advice inside the free K94.5 app, Big Dog said, make a happy medium. 
Become an advocate for Craig. Start by helping him find someone before he asks, but just lay down the ground rules. Stop asking for the hookup with Todd's girlfriends and let uh, Todd's girlfriend's friends, sorry. And two, let Craig know he is to complete the follow through. Three, advise him to go to church. He'll find one there. <laughs> well, Big Dog coming up with some advice. I like that. Ashley from Magnolia said, Val is right. She took the words right out of my mouth. If this guy can't find a girl and keep her, then he needs more than his best friend's help finding a boo. He doesn't need, oh, he does need to man up and do for himself. His friend can't hold his hand. I mean, that's kind of true. Your best friend can't hold your hand forever. K94.5, who's this and where are you calling from? It's Kim Chaos, of course. Darling. Kim Chaos, <laughs> what's your advice for Todd on this whole ordeal? Look, I'm not a big fan of the dating apps, but if he's already tried hooking her up with a bad per- hooking him up with a bad girl, like just a horrible person, and he still keeps trying to do it, no, he needs to go to dating apps and find somebody. <laughs> so you're saying just go yeah. to dating apps, man? Ain't no helping you. Exactly. Thank you. And if that don't work, then you're gonna be old and dead. I mean, old and single. Oh my gosh! Thank you, Kim K. <laughs> I'm telling it how it is. Take care. All right. <laughs> Bye. Okay, Todd. I like calling you Todd. Mm -hmm. I like this whole fake name thing. Todd, we've obviously given you all the advice possible, both on the K94.5 app. And, you know, a lot of folks have called in. Some folks have called in and been like, dude, you're not a real friend. That's what best friends do. They hook each other up constantly. It doesn't matter if one relationship worked or it didn't. Somebody else said you should never even bother to hook him up in the first place. What direction are you going to go in? Because your girlfriend's basically telling you, "Uh uh-uh, we're done. Yeah, yeah. So this is the thing. I'm gonna have to actually have a sit down with him um, because my my girl was like, she kind of gave me my ultimatum. She was like, "Listen, I'm done with this. You know, now this is really affecting me, and you know, like pretty much us, me and my girl." So I'm gonna have to have a talk with them. And so I'm like, "Dude, you know, you I just can't do this more. This hooking up, you know, find somebody else to be your hookup guy." But it's really bringing a lot of stress into my relationship and. Um, I, I mean, I tried. I gave him, you know, I, I, most I could do is like, look, there's apps. Try it there, you know. Yeah. Um, but I can't do anything more for my part. Well, best of luck, brother. Well, thank you. I appreciate it, guys. Wherever Alexa. Number five, Shreveport Bossier's number one hit music channel. Good morning. I'm Chica. I decided to compile this list where I asked you all week we've been talking about it. What are the rudest things you could do at Thanksgiving? At the Thanksgiving table. Certain things are obviously rude at Thanksgiving, like chewing with your mouth open, maybe burping in grandma's face. But there's a few less obvious things that people still do, and I wanted to hear from you. Here are your top five. If there is one that we all collectively missed and you're like, oh, I just thought about it right now, hit me up. Let me know. Number five was assuming that you could take home leftovers. Okay, let's not just start loading up our Tupperware. Let's wait for the host to offer them, okay? It's rude. Number four, asserting yourself in the kitchen without being asked. If you're helping out in there, great. Just don't take over and start critiquing the recipes. This is big. I, I'm opposite. You get in there and you assert yourself in the kitchen. You see everybody else busting their butt. You get in there too. You hustle. I'm for real. I'm totally for real on this. Um, Always, always help people out. Always. Don't be that person at Thanksgiving that doesn't help. 
crying into people's personal business. That includes saying things like, why aren't you married yet? And when are you having kids? See, here's a problem. You give into the whole, why aren't you married yet? And I feel like this was um, a big issue for, for me and my ex. I feel like he was always being asked, when are you, uh, when are you and Chica finally going to get married? What's the deal there? What's going on there? And I feel like he felt like he had to propose at some point. Because as soon as we got engaged, it was, all right, when are the babies coming? It was like, dude, it never ended. And I've caught myself being that person, right, where I'm like, ooh, baby on the way. What? So I got to stop. And I got to remember, there are so many people out there that struggle with fertility. And let's just be kind, okay? Starting tense conversations. A lot of us really, really hate this. Don't be bringing up things like politics, religion, family issues. I realize that if you're all sitting down at the table, somebody brought up a really good point. They said, hey, listen, chances are that if we're all sitting at the table, 90% of us agree politically and religiously. Said maybe there's that one family member that's like, nah, I don't I don't agree. Okay, cool. He said, just let him be. But said there's always going to be that one person that just wants to stir the pot. Don't be that person. And don't let somebody stir the pot. Don't let them ruin what you guys got going on. So just avoid it altogether. Be kind. There's no reason to talk about all that stuff at the table. Remember, you're not going to change my opinion. I'm not going to change your opinion. Okay, the one thing that Shreveport Bossier hates most for Thanksgiving, bringing something that requires cooking. So if the food you're bringing requires oven space, clear it with the host first. Ask the host if that's okay. Don't just show up and expect it. Did we miss anything? Let me know now inside your free K94.5 app. Connect with us.